Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Puget Sound, and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan, advanced sommelier, your weekend wine guy, and your commodore of cocktails. Hey, thanks for joining me right here every Saturday night, 6 to 7 o'clock, right here on 570 KVI. If you ever miss a show, check out the website. It's happyhourradio.net, and uh, you can uh, do some tweeting, a little chirping on here. Uh, it's uh, at Happy HR Radio, and, of course, we have a Facebook page. So come on, uh, post something fun, and I'll get back to you. Uh, today's a big day. I've got, uh, it's, you know, it's still May, so we we can call it Tequila Month. I think it's Oregon Wine Month, uh, but it's also the first uh, the first annual SIP experience is taking place this month, and I'm super pleased to have the uh, publisher uh, Kristen Ackerman Bacon, and uh, also a uh, one of the vendors who'll be pouring um, some really cool juice or agave nectar, if you will. It's uh, Papa Bueno. His name is Colt Alling, and he's the uh, local representative. Uh, Papa Bueno is uh, has some roots here in Seattle, so it makes sense. Uh, let's welcome. Hey, Kristen Ackerman Bacon and Colt Ailing Alling. Welcome to Happy Hour. Greetings. Thanks for having us. Nice to have you here. It's a beautiful Saturday night. Aren't we lucky? And uh, thanks for taking time. So uh, you are the publisher of SIP Magazine. How many years old is SIP Magazine? Oh my gosh, we are going on nine years old. <laughs> Basically a dinosaur in the print industry. So we survived. Yay. That's right. The Mastodon, right? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's still out there in some form. It is. It is. Well, congratulations on that. So Thank how you. many issues is that? How many pages have you produced in, over this, this nine-year decade? Well, that's decade. about 36 so okay. far. All so right. yeah, um, for one of our publications, we do publish some other beverage magazines, but this is our flagship that we started with. So. And I call, is it SIP Magazine? Magazine or the SIP Northwest? Well, <laughs> it is technically SIP Northwest Magazine, right. but we do get SIP Magazine all the time. So right. you can SIP still Northwest. find us if you Google SIP Magazine. So. And uh, you have a website. You've got some yep. cool things. You have calendar events. You have some tastings. You have, of course, reviews, the copies of your reviews yep. and articles. Travel stuff, culinary adventures, recipes, lots of stuff. You can check it out at SIP Northwest, all spelled out, dot com. SIPNorthwest.com. Yep. And, and the subscription is really affordable, too. I like it because it's a very pretty magazine. Uh, there's a couple to choose from. It's pretty slick. And I, I think it's it's it kind of jumps off the page. Um, I think Seattle Magazine Seattle Met are, are cool. They're not, but I think yours is cooler because I think the photography <laughs> and the layout is really, honestly, I'm, I'm telling you the truth, It's I like it more because there's, what I don't see are, are plastic surgery ads and dating right. ads and teeth ads. It's all relevant <laughs> in some form or another. No, thank you. That's That means a lot. Um, we definitely, our designer, We've been I've been working with her for almost 12 or 13 years now. And she does, um, you know, other publications that, you know, she does like Dick Clark Productions. So she does like oh, the wow. ACMA Awards and, oh. you know, Country Music Awards, all these things. So we're really um, blessed to have her. Um, and we have great contrib- contributors. So everybody's local, you know, an expert in their arena, field of beverage. So we... Um, we hope we're putting out a good resource for our readers. So. Right. So you cover beer, wine, cider, spirits. Um, what am I missing? We don't discriminate. We also are, <laughs> are covering a little bit of cannabis, but more oh, yeah. in the beverage form um, and also Brett. pairings, too. We're we're elevating that discussion um, and not just, you know, what to eat when you get high kind of thing. So <laughs> maybe some wines Anything? that have similar, you know, notes and... Um, 
uh, skunky. <laughs> right. I mean, it's very true. There's really some really cool um, wine and wheat pairings, as well as beer too, and cocktails. So. Um, there's, there's, there's some people doing some really fun things with, um, beverage and cannabis lately. So. Do we have any vintage cannabis? I mean, or is that just like, you know, no, when it's ready to go? No, vintage is just old. <laughs> you know, you, you never really want to go with any aged cannabis, Dude, you know, you don't want to lay it closet. in the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, no laying it down in the cellar. That's not going to help you. Well, there's a big event coming up. It's called the Sip Experience. Um, yep. this is something you've, you've thought about for, or for many, uh, a springtime or summertime. Um, Absolutely. What is the impetus this year? So generally we do, you know, one big event a year. And this one we wanted to really connect the the pages of the magazine with the event. So it's really basically bringing to life the spring issue in the form of an event. So you can walk in, you'll be able to take the spring issue open it up and the whole event will be laid out by experiences by articles so we've got a really cool around the world story on absinthe that's such a uh, you know mystical creature and nobody knows what to do with it or how to taste it so um, we'll have um, a representative there like you know an education based table showing how to I think it's louch you know with Loosh. the is it louche? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, how, you know, it's, which is the little fountain that you, you know, mix the water, sugar cube, absent, all that stuff. Um, we will also have, we have a story on the ultimate mimosa bar. So we're partnering with Gruet. Oh, and yeah. um, they're going to be, you know, putting together really cool mimosas, not just your typical orange and, and sparkling, but we'll have some bitters and really cool ingredients. And of course, Gruet is great. I love that. Gruet That's some is of the awesome. Best. It's, it's solid. It's a good price point, oh, too. It's a great price point. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's going to be really fun. It's we'll also um, have different, um, you know, like some of our advertisers that have been with us a long time, you know, are going to be pouring like Cataretta wines, which is amazing. Yeah. Woodward Canyon, like the level, like the people that we have signed up are amazing producers that don't go to a ton of these events. So you're really kind of getting like backstage access to some of these producers that you typically wouldn't see it. You're just you know, your normal tasting events. All right, so this is next Thursday, and that's a, it's at a brand new, well, I should say a very old brand new venue. Right, so this, we're really excited. We're the first to be doing an event of this kind in, and it's called the Sanctuary Seattle. It's a hundred-year-old Byzantine church, and they, um, the developers come in and basically put $40 million worth of renovations. Uh, architect Philippe Stark has put his touches on it. It's it's absolutely stunning. I mean, I I bet that some people will be coming to this event just to see this venue so uh it is stunning it has the dome ceiling and it has uh, does it still have the organ in there yes the yes. organ uh. is in there there's a stage we'll be having two um live performances by local artists saint Clair, um and also kate dinsmore so we're we will have live music in addition to all these other experiences that we're creating there so fantastic and when the whole reason we're doing this whole shebang is to benefit the Washington State Firefighters Council. This um, proceeds of all the tickets will go towards their benevolent fund, which is basically um, their nonprofit to help firefighters, their families, um, people in need in the community organizations. There's also these funds that are set up um, to benefit families or uh, firefighters that are injured or killed in the line of duty. So we're just coming up on our you know fire season, and so. 
this is a great way to drink and eat for a good cause. So That's great. Uh, and so it's Thursday. It's called the SIP Experience. Thursday, uh, May 17th, May 17th, 6 to 9 p.m. And the sanctuary is located at 5th and Columbia. Fifth? No, 5th and Marion. Uh, yeah, I think it's between Madison and Marion, yeah. maybe. Or, it's on the corner. Um, it's right, right downtown. Super easy. I'm assuming most people it's will Marion. be taking Ubers there. So uh-huh. we highly, highly encourage that since there'll be some fun things to imbibe on. Is there so, one ticket price or do you have you created a super glamorous VIP extraordinary experience? We have it because I think everybody's a VIP that's attending this event, you know. So we're not we're not secluding anyone. Uh, the one thing is is that you can buy tickets all the way up to the day of online for forty five dollars, but tickets at the door are gonna be sixty dollars. So highly suggest getting your tickets online and don't be a procrastinator like we all are in Seattle Boy. because I'm sure that this event is gonna sell out. So yeah. don't wait till the last minute. The early bird saves fifteen bucks. Yeah, and that's the totally. setup. Yeah, you can yeah. save fifteen. It's well worth it. I mean, we have over forty beverage producers. We have eight restaurants. Um, there's there's going to be so much going on. I mean, you'll you'll definitely will not blink an eye of paying forty five dollars for this event. Now, uh, with SIP Northwest Magazine, of course, we're thinking most things are uh, Northwest centric, um, mm-hmm. but we do have a, a produ- producer here, a purveyor who will be joining you. Yep. Uh, Papa Buena Spirits as tequila and uh, Colt uh, Alling is here. Colt, is, is Colt the only one pouring something that is not nor- Northwest based? Well, when we say Northwest based, so the reason, you know, <laughs> we're, they're great partners of ours and they are based here in Seattle. Obviously, the tequila is not made here, but um, yeah, they do have a tie. They are, they are locals who own own the company. And so they are taking over what we call the whole Halo Bar upstairs. It's like absolutely mm. incredible it's bar. Incredible. Go Bottle online. Service. Yeah, <laughs> go it. check us out It'll on Facebook, fine. the event page for the SIP experience, because we've got a lot of really cool videos, and you can kind of get a taste of um, what the event's going to be like. But yeah, please, uh, Colt, tell us a little bit yeah. more about Papa Bueno. So, Colt, you are a beverage professional here. Uh, you are now the local ambassador of Papa Bueno. Tell yes. me about you. I mean, where where did you uh, hone your chops? Uh, you know, I I think I just got really lucky. Uh, um, I was I've always. Uh, you know, really taking the thought that you surround yourself with good people and good things will happen around you. And, uh, you know, and I found the Greenberg family uh, years ago, actually, uh, through some mutual friends. Uh, I was friends with the son of Papa Bueno. And uh, we met through our mutual interest of playing soccer. We played uh, quite a while. He was playing at Seattle U, and uh, we hit it off. Uh, next thing you knew, um, you know, uh, at this time I was living in Spokane, Washington. I grew up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And uh, I've only lived here in uh, Seattle for four and a half years. Okay. And um, do you recognize it? <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's becoming home, okay. which is is more exciting than ever. Is uh, Seattle was always my dream because playing soccer, you had to come over here every single weekend anyway. So when I came over here, I've I found these these people that I just couldn't get enough of. And uh, um, while I was working at a tech startup company, they they offered me to uh, be the very first hire of the company of Papa Bueno. And uh, I was tasked with uh, walking around with a backpack of tequila around uh, Seattle, knocking on doors and uh, saying... But not Hello. living in a tent, right? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> see some of that happen uh, yeah. around here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool. You brought yes. three expressions. Uh, yes. Tell me, so Papa Bueno, uh, is it actually so we a are, d- d- uh, distillery in tequila? So we have a we have a distillery. Our distillery is in Atotinoco, so we're in the highlands of Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the seventh oldest distillery that... Uh, is in Mexico. Um, so wow. we're able to partner with some real people that have some really, really great shops in that area to add some legitimacy to our young, uh, you know, kind of exciting 
passion that we have for it, but they they add a little bit more context to the story, and uh, and we just wanted to create a, a product that we thought that is incredibly smooth and approachable to everyone, uh, while staying uh, true to uh, the we are an American brand, so we're gonna have some American we're flavor. An American profile. brand. Yes, <laughs> we like to say we're Spanglish. If you look at our name, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's a little bit uh, Spanish, a little bit English, and uh, and uh, you know, we're just a playfully professional company. Oh, so fun! Yeah. Well, for those of all who have uh, missed their their annual uh, Cinco de Mayo <laughs> opportunity to imbibe tequila, uh, let's just mm-hmm. go over tequila. Not yes, all tequila. It must say tequila. It means it's actually distilled in Mexico um, from five different states, but tequila can also have uh, be a blend. It can be yes. some grain neutral spirits in there, and that's typically your gold tequila or even your silver your tequila. The mixto. Uh, yes, uh, and so our, our tequila is uh, 100% agave based, um, so we are very, very true to the origin in that regard. Uh, like you said, there is a mixto, and that needs to be at least 51% agave. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's the, the Cuervo Especial would be 51%. That, that's the one. Yeah, so yeah. Cuervo Gold got famous because yes, <laughs> of the Chicago song or <laughs> something like that. So we're going to try those in the next session. But, um, Kristen, so, again, the Sip Experience is going to feature eight different restaurants. You're going to have wine, beer? We'll have wine, beer, cider, spirits. Um, yeah, everything. We're basically, I mean, we have, we've got probably about 10 producers in each category. So every every beverage will be well represented there. And live so. entertainment. Live as well. entertainment, yeah. That's pretty absolutely. exciting. Yeah. Uh, so for six to nine. Now, what should people wear? I haven't been to the sanctuary in a while. Are there stairs? Is it carpet? Do I wear comfortable shoes? Is it cool in there? I know this is in May, so it might be, uh, or is it going to be warm? Uh, and I, I know not you know, to wear perfume, right? Well, wait, please don't wear perfume, yeah. <laughs> um, or over over too much um, perfume or cologne, but um, it's, it's, it's a pretty big venue so i would say yeah maybe not your eight-inch heels you know but um i don't know i think people will be dressed a little swanky just because Mm -hmm. like looking at the venue is kind of swanky so the location asks you yeah to be nice Uh, yeah it really does but a lot of people will be coming from work so i say Mm -hmm. like business casual dressy you know whatever you feel good in to come and party okay well that that's the whole gamut so whatever it is going to be it's going to be fun it's thursday may 17th from six to nine over at the sanctuary of seattle it's uh fifth and Marion, and uh, it, tickets are available at SipNorthwest.com. So we're going to take a little break. Uh, I'm going to get some glasses ready, think about uh, how we want to taste some of this Papa Bueno tequila with my new friend, Colt Alling, who is a local representative of Seattle-based Papa Bueno tequila. Hey, folks, we got the Sip Experience coming up May 17th, so we're going to dive into some, we can do some shots or just some sipping. We'll do some sipping, of course. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back on Happy Hour Radio. Unapologetically American, period. Kirby Wilbur, weekdays, 10 to noon, talk radio, 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. Hey, Seattle, welcome back. Time for round two. Hope you got something tasty in your glass. You're on your way to something, someplace special. Uh, I've got three glasses here and two really tasty people in my studio. I've got Kristen Ackerman Bacon, because everyone loves bacon, and she's here. And Colt. Uh, Colt Alling is the uh, representative for Papa Bueno Tequila, which is owned by a uh, local a Seattleite. And uh, Colt, you have three expressions here. Let's talk about them. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're very traditional in the sense that we have a silver repo on an añejo. Um, you know, in the future, we look to uh, bring out some new, fun, exciting things. But right now, we wanted to just stay true to the 
the three uh, original patent flavors. All right, so we have a Blanco, we have a Reposado, and mm-hmm. we have an Añejo. And uh, we call it a silver just because we're from America. I see. Okay. And that's as, and it's as simple as that for the terminology. Oh, I like it. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, too much talk about color in this world. <laughs> we just want, <laughs> we just wanted to, you know, have a nice little flavor to it. So okay. this is going to be uh, something that we think is uh, nice and smooth. And I'll let you see. Oh yeah. So of course, as a wine guy, I'm always looking at the color, then talking about the aroma and the notes and. Um, silver tequila often has a lot of fruit to it, um, and it's always hard to describe that fruit. But it just smells fruity. Whether it's, mm-hmm. it's not just melon, I want to call it s- kind of citrus, or um, it's not really tropical. But how how do you? It's like under. I always fruit, say maybe. that this is just a soft aroma that's just like memorable to me. It's yeah. like a nostalgic. Uh, I can think about like the agave being sliced now, just because uh. I've been down there. Um, but before that, uh, you know, it, it just had this this fruit flavor it's like the bouquet itself that uh that really interests me into it it's pretty um, i'm not getting any bad flashbacks from it that's no for sure, yeah so. <laughs> we definitely don't want to be compared to a college experience that anymore uh, that's good um uh very flavorful it is smooth and it's 40 proof i'm excuse me 40 mm-hmm. percent so 80 proof um yes. and it's, it's delicious what's the price Thank point you. here uh we we're roughly about uh five to ten dollars cheaper than um, Patron? Yes, okay. that guy. I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's roughly where we sit at. Uh, and, that's uh, good. You know, I'm, not a, I'm not a Patron fan. I went to either. their college. I took yeah. their courses. I got the Master of yeah. Patron tequila thing, but yeah. it just never really like, yeah, I got to have more of that. And I worked at a place where we served yeah. a lot of tequila for years. And, uh, you know, and that's part of my job is to, um, you know, I bring up Patronas because it's a, it's a recognizable name. It's a name that people can understand and understand price point-wise. Number right? one or Salsa might be number right, one. Right, right. It's definitely number one in, uh, in terms of in the, uh, layman terms of... Premium. Yes. Uh, people just understand that that's top shelf. Mm-hmm. Funny how that works. We can think about those moments where, Blue, where Grey Goose came out mm-hmm. and then Patron came out yeah. and then, uh, I don't know what else. <laughs> yeah. There's more. Yeah, and so uh, it's just a it's just a good benchmark uh, for price points. Of course, so we're about five to ten dollars cheaper in that area, but we just think we're five to ten times tastier. No, oh, I like mm-hmm. that. So it's a, it's a double whammy. Uh, congrats! Yes, and uh, how long? When was Papa Bueno started? Yeah, so we started uh, actually on our nom date, which is eleven oh seven. So November seventh of twenty fourteen was our launch date. Uh, we actually and that's your number too. That's our nom. Oh, how yeah. about that? Yeah, we're really tongue in cheek. We like to be cheesy and. Uh, and, and, like a and okay they, they yeah. throw great events as well too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm and in. been involved in a, or are involved mm-hmm. in a lot of you know other people's events yeah. too. But they they just bring an extra sass and fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, we like to we like to uh, little challenge Riva! ourselves. <laughs> well, you know, and with within uh, you know we're not gonna wear sombreros or, or have maracas because that's not who we are. We're a Seattle-based company, and uh, but we really love the flavor. We love the. Uh, the origin story of Mexico. Excellent. And, yeah. So each of these spirits is the exact same spirit except for the oak aging, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So the yes, next sir. one is reposado, which yeah. means? Uh, the rested product. The rested. All yes. right. Not arrested. <laughs> no. Hopefully not that by the end of the night. That would be Excellent. And so, ours is right around three and a half months, give or take. Definitely uh, an expression of oak on the nose, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of uh, faint scent of toffee, but some almond. Even softer. I mean, mm-hmm. it just really like is silky on yeah. your palate. Let's try that. That's 
That's that's one of my favorites. Oh, I mean, I, it's it's a that's kind of like a solid sipper. That's yeah. like warm bath water. In yeah, a way. Like, mm. you, and you get some yeah. caramely notes from it too, like a little butterscotch on the finish. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yum. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. thank you. And thank uh, this you. is this is just straight, everybody. This is what we call the neat. I've got mine in, in little wine glasses, so I'm getting more of the bouquet. Mm-hmm. And and uh, of course, uh, my guests yeah. here have shot glasses. Of course, I brought shot glasses. Yeah, yeah, of course, because <laughs> yeah. you know why not? And you, sometimes you you the stoplight's only thirty seconds. That's, you don't have you time to be quick. talking about the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's interesting is that this is three about three months old in barrel, rested mm-hmm. in barrel, and a lot of reposados are typically six to up to a year, but yep. mostly six, yeah. I would think. So you. You're, yeah, really uh, you, you've light. got a great expression without within half the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, um, I think that comes from a couple different things. Is uh, you know we have a master distiller that's they've been doing it now for eighty years, and started when he was two. Yeah, yes. totally. You know he's, four, he's, <laughs> sure he he's was third tasting. generation. Yeah, and uh, and and he really he said he had the secrets for us, and we trusted him, and uh-huh. now we're tasting him. All right, the shaman. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yes. All right, so the last one is añejo, and that means yes. basically uh, a year yeah. or a, a annual, right? So or? it's uh, one to two. One after, to two. Um, anything after uh, two to two and a half is going to be your uh, extra. Ex- yep, extra añejo, muy mas. Yeah. <laughs> and that one's okay. taking time to perfect. Still, so. are the barrels uh, just regular wine barrels that we see in a winery? Or are they different? We use uh, actually uh, Jim Beam. And uh, so we use their old barrels. Oh, really? Yeah. So Interesting. That, that helps out to a, with our American story. Kind of mm-hmm. um, just firmly rooted into that bourbon flavor profile. Now, are these barrels like crossing the border illegally, or do you do they actually have papers? Uh, yeah, they. <laughs> these guys. Uh, yeah, they, they they're all legal. <laughs> yeah, we. At least it seems like that. At least I've gotten away with it this long, right? Like, and then you're shipping them empty, or are they packed with something in there? Right? No, nah, yeah. The, after the the life of a barrel is pretty amazing, on what it'll do. Because even after we're done with it, other people are making beers and things like that out of out of our barrels now. And so I've had that tequila tasted mm-hmm. beer. I thought I was like surprised how ingenious people are getting. Uh, as long as they move away from the hops, I'm totally into it. I I, I did my hop thing. I I'm kind of burnt out on hops. Well, everybody it seems like is kind of like swapping barrels these days. Mm-hmm. You know, the winemakers are giving yeah. their stuff to the brewers. You know, they, that want that. Brett, you know, yeah. and then the you know yeah. distillers. Those wine wine winemakers will not be mentioned here. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I love those barrels. They're always a little bit dirty. Yeah, but a lot of like, yeah. I mean, a lot of Pinot barrels go to uh, mm-hmm. bre- local brewers. So really? yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's quite fascinating. And um, uh, you, are you mixing a cocktail? Uh, you call, you'll be at the sip yeah, experience. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there with um, a different crew with me. Um, we're gonna be at the Halo Bar, which is absolutely angelic. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, we're going to be making uh, a really dressed up kind of s- spring awakening touch on uh, a margarita because uh, everyone is used to, you know, margaritas approachable to people. And then uh, we're adding a bunch of berries and, and we're going to be muddling and adding a little simple, shir- uh, simple syrup and it's going to be nice and simple and easy. Fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. Um, it's Thursday, May 17th. Now, you're going to have some great food there as well. You have to have food. I we mean, have we to have food. About, like, I'm getting hungry. It's Saturday night. <laughs> totally. What so, are some of the restaurants you're yeah, participating? Yeah, so we have a really cool um, Spanish feature in this spring issue and um, some Spanish-style recipes paired with different Pacific Northwest beverages. So we're going to have Pincho Seattle there. Um, we'll have Jack's Barbecue. We've got Feed Co. Is that the famous one that everyone's talking about? The old... Oh, yeah. The one on Airport Ray. Airport way. Um, It's awesome. He does seriously solid barbecue. Um, So we're really excited. We're getting some like good 
sustenance in your tummy for you for to get through a lot of these beverages. But we've got Scout um, at the that's from the Thompson, Thompson Hotel. Hotel there on the first. sanctuary itself, the event sp- uh, space is going to be doing food, and um, Gavin is their executive chef who Gavin comes, Stevenson, yes, who comes from the Fairmont Hotel. I so learned that I was chatting with the uh, executive chef over there now, who was yeah. the sous chef. So. Yeah, so um, we're really excited to have him be part of it. We've got Beecher's Cheese, um, Claret Wine Bar, which is Heavy Restaurant Group's new wine bar in Fremont, um, right next to their restaurant Thackeray, uh, which Heavy Restaurant Group, if you're not familiar, does purple uh, restaurant in downtown Seattle. I think they have one yeah, another Kirkland location Kirkland, yeah so mm-hmm. um lots of good food there to be had LeMay Le I I hope I'm saying that right but it's Brian Clevenger's new restaurant um Italian restaurant that's on East mm. Lake so uh lots of good food purveyors and um just a lot there's a lot of education that's going into this experience and I think that that's what's going to be really attractive to these you know consumers and our readers is really connecting with everybody that they've uh, read about in this spring issue, being able to go and taste it. One other thing that we do have is we, in every issue we do a giving back story, which is, you know, social justices and things like that. So we've got um, women's um, basically products that have like a tie to women's social justices. So we've got nasty women wines that are going to be pouring there. (laughs) We have nasty wine. Yeah. We've got a couple other really cool products um, in there and Aslan brewing is going to be pouring. And then um, another, another little section that we have, I think that's super fun are sommeliers that have gone into, to winemaking. Oh, fun. Well, yeah, I should have so, been there. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, so true. exciting. It's the SIP experience is taking place um, this Thursday, May 17th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. SIPNorthwest.com. Get tickets. You have 40 vendors, 40 beverage companies, eight different restaurants, and of course, a host of cocktails and beers and wines and spirits. Of co- um, It sounds like it's going to be a blast. I can't wait. Tickets are only 45 bucks. Get if them you get early. them online. Yep. And then it's uh, at the door. It's 60. So uh, bring cash. <laughs> so if, like. if they're even available. I mean, we'll yeah. let people know, but I mean, we're the, we're expected to sell this out by next week. I so agree. I, do we're going to be there. Procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. Hey, Colt Alling with uh, Papa Bueno and Kristen Ackerman Bacon with Sip Northwest Magazine. Thanks for joining me and happy hour. Thank, Thank you so much. It's All right, great. folks. Hey, stick around. I got Victoria Antia, the wine director for Chandler's and Schwartz Brothers, coming up next right here on Happy Hour Radio. He's live, he's local, he's all Northwest. Lars Larson, weekdays noon to 3, Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI, want to know weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle. Hey, welcome back. Time for round three, and I uh, hope you got something great in your glass by this time. It's Saturday nights in Seattle, and I have a very lovely uh, longtime friend of mine who is a wine professional. She is the general manager of Schwartz Brothers Restaurants and the corporate wine director. Her name is Victoria Antia. Hey, Victoria, welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you very much, Christopher. It's my pleasure to be here. It's so great. Thanks for taking a Saturday night off. I'm sure you don't mind taking Saturday night off from the restaurant to jump over here because you're over at Chandler's. And uh, what a treat. So um, you and I go way back. We were working together back in 99 at Chandler's uh, Crab House. We did. uh, Are you a Seattleite? I am. I am. I I went to Malik Terrace High School. I have lived in the area my whole life and lived in Seattle for the last 20 years. All right. When was your first restaurant gig? Oh... Before high school. Mine too. <laughs> yeah, probably 1984. Yeah. 
Yeah. Garcia's Mexican restaurant at Garcia's. the Alderwood Mall. Garcia's. Hey. Yeah. I learned right. to bartend there. And oh, serve. you did? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. That's it. You know how to make, you know, sling margaritas. I can make a perfect margarita. I love that. Uh, my first gig was washing dishes at the Josephinum over on 2nd Avenue back in 1982. That'll learn you. It was. And they let, they laid me off. <laughs> I felt so bad. I said, I've never washed dishes again in my life. And of course, if you ever want to own a restaurant, you'll certainly be washing dishes again. Um, and let's fast forward. And you found a love and the passion for the hospitality industry? Yeah, yeah. So I um, was lucky enough to be uh, the person in the restaurant that happened to know the best about wine um, mm. at a couple different levels. One was real, real entry level, good old, good old Jake O'Shaughnessy's back in the day. And uh, then when I went into Ch Ch Chandler's, it was kind of just the time was ripe. Uh, our, our, the general public here in Seattle was getting more exposure to wine, more exposure uh, through the uh, growth and evolution of the Washington wine industry, and then um, increased products from importers um, for world wines. So I kind of watched... Uh, wine lists go from things you might see now strictly at a at Albertsons on the wine shelf to <laughs> looking more like a Esquin's wine ah, shop. <laughs> yes. Well, what year did you start at Chandler's? 2002. Oh, so we worked in 2002. Yeah. That was our first time? Yeah. Gosh, I always thought it was 99. I was there for summer of 99 and had a great time and came back in 2002. And uh, um, those were those were fun times, they wearing were. shorts and sunglasses and just slinging crab in the summertime. Man, I kind of want to go back. I don't think my body can stand it. Though. Yeah, well, and it's been a long run with Chandler's. It's our, it's our last year of business. We closed September uh, 30th because of uh, the construction that's going to be going on with Vulcan oh. down there in the South Lake Union area. So Really? Yeah. Is yeah. there some mitigation? Is, is, is there... Mm. Well, it's taking the permitting process has taken longer than they expected. They actually expected to break ground this fall, and I don't think they're going to. Who says no to Paul Allen? I can't believe it. <laughs> so, uh, the ecology oh, department of ecology oh, says right. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little, little frogs and fish. And it'll all that. it'll happen, but it'll take some time. And Shannon's going to opening a new spot, right? I mean, not you have yet. A, not Schwartz Brothers. Not gonna, yet. Not yet. We okay. have a new Daniels location oh. that's going to be uh, going into the new Hyatt that's being built uh, off of Olive there. Uh, about seventh and olive, oh, eighth really? and olive. Yep, yep. And so that. So opens... Daniel's closing too. Then no. At first we thought Unlike it was Union? going right. to, but uh, there's a little estuary right there, and that estuary um, is means that if Daniel's comes down, it's built over the pier there, and nothing else can go in that spot. Oh, so kind so, of grandfathered in. So. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be around for a little while longer. Anyway, it's not indefinite. You know, we'll see what happens with the construction. It might be too hard to operate. Sure. A business during yeah. the, the height of the construction. Yeah, well, that seems, I mean, gosh, we used to complain about Seattle roads because they were always filling potholes and there's always something going on in downtown Seattle. Now it's buildings. It's And the roads are, it's just, it's, uh, let's well, let's drink. Yeah, let's drink something. <laughs> so uh, Chandler's, of course, um, who's Chandler's named after? Uh, the area itself. It was already Chandler's called Chandler's Cove. Cove. Oh, okay. Yep. I yep. used to joke that I put the Chan in Chandler's. But <laughs> <laughs> you were a good bartender. Uh, well, that was fun. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what I love about Chandler's is that you're right on the water, of course, and you have the freshest crab, really, in the world. You've got the crab tanks there. Do you have, are there other species? Do you have uh, just Dungeness crab, or do you have other species in the no, live tanks? We, no, in the live tanks, just the Dungeness. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just the Dungeness. But we serve king crab, and we serve uh, bear dye crab. 
Uh, when it's in season, we've served stone crab, uh, blue crab, soft shell crab. Uh, we're we're all about the crab. We You're have about the crab. Now you have brunch. Crab. You do lunch now too, right? We don't do brunch. We took brunch off. Um, we closed our lunch program for the winter, and then we. Uh, but we are going to reopen uh, lunch. Not going to do brunch because Daniels does brunch now. Oh, we yeah, don't want to yeah, compete right. with each other. But we are going to reopen for lunch seven days a week starting um, May 29th. Excellent. And yeah. tomorrow's Mother's Day, right? And, May 13th. Uh, Mother's Day is coming. Oh, man. We're busy for Mother's Day. I bet. Yes. So fun. Uh, what's your favorite dish on Chandler's menu? Oh, the Crab Rockefeller. I'd eat it every single day if really? I could. It's just like Oysters Rockefeller, only there's a big crab leg segment in that. Is that Alaskan that crab or Dungeness? Dungeness. Big really? Dungeness crab leg segment. So it's uh, with uh, spinach and yeah, cheese and, and vermouth or something? Uh, Perno. Good job. Yeah, you remember your restaurant. I do. Um, (laughs) So as the corporate wine director, um, how many properties are you overseeing at this moment? Uh, Currently four. Uh Um, I guess it'll stay four. Channels will close. The new restaurant will open on December 1st at the hotel. So I'll have a couple months where I just have three lists. But yeah, the four lists, um, they all vary a little bit. The Daniels core lists are the same. But honestly, Chandler's is so much fun. That wine list, I I love... um, I like fun wine. You know, everybody wants their great big cab with their steak, and that's that's excellent. Sure. It's a great pairing, but it's it's really fun to talk about what goes with, uh, you know, crudo or or oysters or salmon. And and those it's a whole different world of wine than the steakhouse wine list. Well, I like that. And crudo is one of those things that have come on in the last five seven years, where it's just a, a slab of raw fish, right? Olive oil. It's yeah. It's it's cured in olive oil, frozen just lightly, sliced thin, raw fish, maybe a little citrus zest, mm-hmm. maybe a little little something spicy. And so when you think about wines to pair with that, um, what's one of your your go to wines that you think people are turned on by, or um, what what do you recommend? Uh, I there's a lot of wines that'll pair with that. I like something with a little bit of a, a full mouthfeel, a little bit of an oily phenolic to kind of mm-hmm. go with that crab. Um, I uh, brought us a little uh, Avenia Oléon Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a delicious wine. I love uh, everything Avenia does, and this wine has some nice texture to it. it has mm-hmm. a nice little bit of uh, roundness mid-palate that, that isn't, you don't always find in domestic Sauvignon Blanc. Good acidity, um, nice That's barrel fruit. fermented. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a little barrel fermentation in there, and it just gives a little creaminess that I think goes great with uh, uh, the kinds of fish that they use for crudo. Yeah, so when you think of Sauvignon Blanc, a lot of people think of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, where you get a lot of gooseberry, jalapeno, lime. They might go to Sancerre, uh, where you have uh, more of a, a chive note or grass note, and then, of course, uh, California Sauvignon Blanc is really more tropical. It's, it's really warm. Um, but Washington Sauvignon Blanc, we get great weather, but we have cool nights, so it maintains respiration, so you have nice, bright acidity. Uh, and is this 100% Sauvignon Blanc, or does it have a little semillon in it? or? I believe it's 100% Sauvignon Blanc. Winemakers Chris Peterson, uh, his partner Marty Tucker. Chris, of course, was uh, DeLille making wines for DeLille Cellars for a decade yes. plus, um, yeah. and he's uh, done great things. I just had uh, Damon Heward on the show last week with his Passing Time Winery. And, of course, Chris is making oh, wine for yeah. Damon as yeah. well, and that was yeah. really stellar. So fun. This is a, a delicious wine, and it's nice to see um, a, another vintage of it to really uh, actually being improved. I think when they came out, they, it was just a little bit uh, too much tension or something about it, and this one seems to have opened up. What's the vintage here? 
Uh, this one's a 2012, so it actually ah, has a little bit of age. Got it. So I think that might be the first year. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe it was 11 or 12. Uh, I think 11 yeah, was the first year. Yeah, it was 11, year. which is yeah. cold. So. Yeah. Um, uh, delicious wine. Uh, and this is available by the bottle. Is this something you have by the glass as well, or is it nope, just a bottle? we just have this one by the bottle. We do have a, a, a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc by the glass at, at um, most of our properties. It's Mohua, which is also really nice, um, light, easy drinking, fruity. Yeah, zippy too, I'm yeah. sure. Um, when you, what's some of the other suggestions you, you might you make for for different for crab or for salmon or for maybe not salmon yet because I know we have a Pinot Noir which is classic. But what are some other wines you like pairing? Uh, I love to get uh, champagne down in front of everybody. Oh, you know, uh, let's get the party started. Yeah, yeah, we have you know we have a couple of great champagnes at at Chandler's at all of our restaurants. You know, we sell um, uh, Vove by the glass in all of our restaurants, and that's a real creamy style of champagne, a little toasty. Mm-hmm. That goes great with um, uh, crab with butter. Um, and then I love the Piper Heidzik. I, I pour oh, that yeah. by the glass at Chandler's, and it's really crisp and apple and that goes just beautifully with clams and mussels. Um, so uh, fun. Pinot Blanc is From another. Oregon? Oregon Pinot Blanc yeah. is is actually from anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Alsatian Pinot Blanc, Oregon <laughs> Pinot Blanc. Uh, we just started pouring the um, uh, Saint Innocent oh, yeah. Freedom Hill Pinot Blanc by the glass at all of our restaurants, and Sweet. it's it's another great great shellfish wine. Well, this is a treat to have you here. I'm glad you brought some wine. Uh, so fun. Hey, folks, speaking with Victoria Antia, who's a general manager at Chandler's Cove and at Chandler's Restaurant, uh, Chandler's Crab House at Chandler's Cove, and also the corporate wine director for Schwartz Brothers Restaurant. We have another wine we're going to talk about and share some time here with Victoria Antia right here on Happy Hour Radio. Big names, big news. Sean Hannity. Listen and be part of history. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570, KVI. You're in the know with KVI Want to Know Weekends. Here's more Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle. Hey, welcome back. Hope you're on a great Saturday night. I'm having the most fun with my longtime pal, Victoria Antillo, who's the uh, corporate wine director for Schwartz Brothers. We just had a great 2012 Oleon Sauvignon Blanc from Avinia. And now we're jumping into a red wine. So, uh, Victoria, hey, tell me, this is a great red wine. I know what it's about, but what do you like pairing with this particular red wine? Salmon. It's getting to be fresh salmon oh, yeah. season. You know, we we uh, our salmon season gets shorter every year, <laughs> and um, it, it's, we're about ready to start seeing the fresh salmon. Copper River. Copper River. Yeah, it's May. It's May. Um, uh, then we get Yukon River, and then of course we get uh, Trollcott salmon off of Oregon and Washington. And, um, uh, and and what's your favorite preparation for salmon? Grilled. Yeah, just me too. Just simply grilled. Grilled. You grilled know, is it? Just grilled. Yeah. Just grilled. Little asparagus and some, maybe a little bit of lemon. Mm-hmm. Or Blanc, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, light I like Blanc, a yeah, light something. Blanc. I like sauce. I like, <laughs> I like sauce. All right, so the wine you selected for uh, your perfect pairing is I've got the Bergstrom 2011 uh, Oregon designated Pinot Noir. Um, mm. Oregon makes great Pinot Noir, and we definitely get to see the same local vor attitude that we feel towards our Washington wineries extends into Oregon. I find in all of our restaurants, Oregon Pinot Noir sells, uh, outsells California Pinot Noir two to one. Um, so we kind of think of it as our area. You know, we think of it as our wine area. It's our backyard. 
It's yeah. our backyard. It's and the cousins down down that way, down south. Yeah, and their you know their topography and their produce and and uh, they get salmon too, and so it's you know. Par- salmon and morels and hazelnuts yep. and cherries and of course uh, all the great vegetables and uh, other fruits we have. Um, Pinot Noir is is a very expressive grape, and what's interesting, you you selected the 2011, so that's available on your list. It is, it is. I have a couple of different listings. I 2011 didn't get the press. That it was cold. It was a cold year, and. Um, you know, but they were they were so the wines were hard when they came out. They were hard. They were had had you know the fruit wasn't showing real well. They had a lot of acidity and a lot of uh, tannins that jumped out at the people tasting them at the time. But of course, time takes care of those things. It and does. now the 2011 Pinot Noirs are coming into their own, and a lot of restaurants have a little of this tucked away. So when you're out looking at your salmon, take a peek and take a look at those 2011s. Um, they're just drinking beautifully right now. This one in particular is really well balanced. The The fruit is very integrated with the, the tannins and the structure of the wine is just, it's going to accent mm. your salmon without distracting from it. I like that. Um, is it uh, compliment, not uh, compromise? Right. <laughs> Thank. Um, fantastic, delicious. How many wines do you have on the Chandler's Crab House uh, list? There's about a hundred listings. Great. Twenty. So manageable. So. Uh, Every you know, it's funny. You're at the table. Like I'm sitting there looking at the the, the big thick. Uh, old yellow pages if you heard what those were and there's some and there's some bibles like they're like gosh i don't have t- enough time because i want to enjoy i'm ha- here entertaining people it's nice to have a list that's practical it's uh um it works with the restaurant of course works with the food but it's also manageable so you can you have to spend a lot of time because we want to get to talking and i want to get that wine over here sooner than later because they're always looking at me to order it so uh, i'm glad you have like 100 wines which gives you um a breadth you probably have yeah. obviously you said new zealand california washington oregon probably a little bit from france from champagne yep, and yep. Um, little germany a little riesling a little little of this little of that now uh you have a happy hour which we has always been one of the best happy hours happy hour. tell me about it uh our happy hour is in our lounge starts at three o'clock and goes all night all night all night I'm there. Uh, seven days a week and half price uh, small plates half price mm. wine by the glass you can get that uh freedom hill Sauvignon or uh pinot blanc that i was talking Saint about right. Saint innocent for, oh, for yeah. half price um, 3 p.m seven days a week seven days a week and we have a little bar deck as well yeah which of course everyone remembers we're down there when the that's Good right, night. when it's sunny out. Yep. Oh, yeah, let's go to Chandler's in yep. the water. Hey, you've got a great uh, promotion going on with Schwartz Brothers Restaurants. Tell yeah, me about we're that. doing uh, $30 uh, off two entrees in the dining room for the month of May. You just have to go to our website, and uh, there will be a link if you search for Chandler's, and you can click on that link and print up a, a voucher for $30 off the purchase of two entrees for the oh, month of May. What a deal. Excluding Mother's Day, of course. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't look cheap on Mother's Day. <laughs> so fun. Um, what a treat. How many wines by the glass do you have? We have 20 wines by the And class. you got Northwest Beers there at Chandler's? We do. We have Northwest Beers. Um, you know, we, we all of our Schwartz Brothers restaurants participates in a, a wine on tap system. Oh. So some of our glass pours are, we're trying to reduce waste. Very good. Well, what a treat. So Chandler's Crab House, you've got some great salmon coming up in salmon season. Of course, the fresh crab uh, from local sources in Alaska and a, a fantastic wine list. Victoria and Tia, what a treat. Thanks so much for joining me on Happy Hour Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone come down and see me before we close for good. Hey, I'll be there. I'll, <laughs> I'll be at Bar Lush at starting at 3 o'clock. Oh, darn night. So fun. Hey, folks, hope you enjoyed today's show. Of course, we have the uh, SIP Experience coming up Thursday, May 17th over the Sanctuary in Seattle. 
and get down to Chandler's Cove. And you know what? If it's a great day out, you know, no one, well, not no one will be there, but you'll have the best seats because you'll have plenty of space. Get there early, 3 o'clock to closing. Chandler's Crab was happy hour. Hope, folks, enjoy, <laughs> I'm having a good time. And remember, life is always better with a designated driver. Cheers!